Hey everyone, business owners, ladies, entrepreneurs, mothers, and maybe even a few men. I'm Megan Lockhart, the creator of Hello Life Academy, and welcome to our show. I'm gonna talk about all things life and business with a little bit of mom stuff too, every Monday and Friday. Make sure you subscribe, leave a review, and tag us on social media using hashtag Hello Life Academy so we can celebrate everything that you're doing in your life and business. Enjoy the episode and check out more resources at hellolifeacademy.com. Hi, Emily. How's it going? Oh, it's going well. How are you? I'm super, super good. I'm, you know, just loving this weather. I think you're also in Alberta, aren't you? I'm in Ontario. Oh, yeah, that's right. So it's, yes. like, it's late right now. It is. I'm in my jammies. <laughs> oh, my. That's okay. <laughs> Okay, not to talk about the weather, but it's it's it was like plus 13 here today, so it was so nice. I went for a run outside, and I'm like, this is the best day ever. It was opposite here. Oh, shit. <laughs> shit, that sucks. Are you guys still, you guys had like a snowmageddon for a while, didn't you? Yeah, a couple days ago, it was, uh, yeah, it was pretty bad. So I am originally from Ontario, from a town called Timmins, which is hilarious. Oh, yeah. Cool. Small world. Small world, Timmins is a ridiculous place to grow up in, but you are the owner of Arrow It Forward. Can you explain what it is? Because I've tried to piece it together and I'm like, you guys, she just makes really, really pretty, smelly, amazing things. Well, yes, thank you. Um, it's really just my handmade home fragrance line. And I, I guess probably when people do get confused about uh, what I offer is more about the name. So... <laughs> I try to explain what the name Arrow It Forward means, and it's really um, comes from me, you know, I was a mom, I had my job, and I just found I was watching rerun HGTV shows every night, and I kind (laughs) of, more, I kind of, you know, just felt like my life was like set, and there was just some piece of me missing, so um, it kind of stemmed from the quote, like, when life gives you difficulties, just pull back, keep aiming, follow your arrow. I'm sure everybody's familiar with that. Uh, Follow your arrow. But then when I did find my passion, I wanted to inspire other women to do the same thing. So it's kind of like pay it forward, follow your arrow, combined, arrow it forward. So yeah, with that came, um, yeah, how does scent tie into that? It's just, I've always loved um, scented products and how they can kind of bring back your favorite memories. And so I knew I wanted to make something that I just personally loved. So it started off with three candles. I had three candles, didn't think anyone would buy them. And (laughs) (laughs) I realized how crazy women are and that we just buy all the candles. So, um, it just exploded since then that was two years ago. And now I have a full, full range of scented products. So I think that's so accurate. I have tons of candles around my bath and I get obsessed with certain scents. Like right now I'm obsessed with lavender, but you didn't start in this industry, did you? Like there was, there was something that happened before this, right? Yes. So I actually started out as a blogger strictly. Mm -hmm. Um, I just wanted to start writing and I guess I wanted to start writing about things that inspired me, which was female entrepreneurs. I didn't even really consider myself an entrepreneur at that point. I was just strictly writing and I wanted to write about my friends who had a company. Um, 
And from there, everybody wanted me to write about them, it seemed. And I actually had, (laughs) I started to have a waiting list. And that's when I realized, okay, I need to actually turn this more into a business. And um, so, yeah, I was blogging for a while and people wanted me to be at their events and um, covering the events, these events that had a lot of makers at them. And so sometimes they would give me a table and I was kind of like, well, I just have a business card. (laughs) So I don't know what you want me to put on the table, but I thought, well, if I'm going to be at these events anyways, I should try to have something on this table. So that's why I decided to go and turn into an actual tangible product at that point and get into the maker community myself. I I love the evolution of what's happened with your company because you're still blogging, right? Yes, I don't as much because it has literally gotten that crazy with my my company. So I'm making every spare minute and I have a full-time job. So um, unfortunately, the writing has had to take a bit of a back seat, but I do it when I can and I love it and I know I'll still go back to it more when I can. So I, I think that's really inspiring, though, because you, you know, you started as a blogger. Now you're a maker. But the bigger piece is, how did you really trust that process? Like, how did you say, okay, I'm giving up, not giving up, like, I'll still have the blog, but I'm, I'm going to move this in a different direction. How, like, what came up for you? So I think a lot of the time we feel like when we come to a conclusion about something we're going to do, and we're passionate about it, and we we become vulnerable putting it out there. So sharing posts and almost giving it a definition, like I am a blogger now. And when you shift away from that, it can be a point where you feel like either you failed or you're being wishy-washy. And now all of these people that solve your posts are going to be like, huh, she's making candles now, (laughs) you know, and it's, um, it's just something that you have to realize that it's all an evolution. So I think it's okay and things can change and um, kind of fine tune into what is truly meant for you. I think what what you said there too, it's like, oh, people are going to start saying that I'm now making candles instead of blogging. And that is ego, like a hundred percent just kind of what other people are going to think and say about your new process, right? Oh, totally. Yes. Now that you did that, so you did that once and you've probably done it a hundred other times during your entrepreneur journey, how do you get over it now versus then? Or do you find it harder now? Because I personally sometimes find it more difficult now because I feel like people are watching. Yes. I, I definitely think the hardest part about being an entrepreneur in general, no matter what you're making or writing or doing what service you provide anything is just the emotional roller coaster of vulnerability of putting anything out there really and it never really goes away I don't think at least for me it hasn't but it just gets slightly easier because you start to attract a tribe of people that do get what you're doing and do absolutely love it and you just have to feed off of that maybe, you know, your best friend that you've had since college doesn't really get it or isn't really sharing your posts or doing, you know, (laughs) asking questions, but, but there's so many other people who you've connected with and that is what fuels you, I guess, in the end. For sure. So let's talk about some of the ups and downs. 
because I think it's not talked about a lot and people kind of look mm-hmm. at all those and you know the social media posts and we don't want to sometimes like show our shit on the internet yes. but what would you say would be a moment that you were like I'm done I'm done with this because you've got kids you've got a full-time job <laughs> and you're running your business like what was that time when you just that towel was ready to hit the floor well I think actually it came fairly recently for me um I actually, on a platform called FAIR, which is, um, well, there's FAIR and Tundra. It's just a platform that I can have my my products available and um, other vendors can just do searches and, and purchase from my store on there. And they are the ones sending me the paperwork to fill out and to print out. And on the paperwork, it said that my products are shipping from the Gananoque factory. (laughs) Um. (laughs) I just was like, this is not a factory. I'm doing it all myself. I'm stepping on Lego as I make my (laughs) candles. (laughs) And it just kind of all came together like, no, I'm overwhelmed. This is all me, you know, and um, the demand has been amazing. And I'm so grateful for that. But I definitely feel like I'm at the cusp of I need help because it is it uh, is getting a bit overwhelming. <laughs> so yeah, this is kind of I've watched so many people get to this point where it's like, yes, I've, I've finally reached that success. But the success doesn't feel or look like when I was laying in my bed creating the vision board. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) And then you're like, okay, I can hire help. But what's coming up for you there? Like, what is it? Like, are you going to dive in right away and find someone to help you? Or are you going to wait? I, it's really hard. I feel that the next year that we have coming up is going to be a time for me where things get figured out. It's like my year of getting things figured out because I do know that I can't keep going the way that I have for the past year, like with the full-time job, um, with two kids, a shift working husband. It's just been, it's been a lot. So that doesn't mean I want to take a step back. It just means that I have just a few obstacles to figure out and I need to look for the right solutions for me and I definitely think that I'm a control freak, so this will be hard. (laughs) That's what I was going to say. I was like, I'm listening to this. But nobody can do it. Nobody can make the the candles and the things. I know. It's really hard for a maker. I have have lots of maker friends that say the same thing. you know, it's, it's like our baby. It's our, it's our little passion project. And, and we like things just so, and we control the quality and, you know, it's our name behind it. So uh, it's, it's going to be hard, but it's a step that needs to be taken. Yeah. Do you think you'll be out of your house in the next year? (laughs) I would love, I would love, love, love that. Or potentially we'd have to move to a different house where we could have a dedicated workshop space. Uh, is your so, entire space yeah. just covered? Yes. With your, oh, okay. Yeah. How do you how do you find like because I I totally get it like the kids probably sometimes say okay mom like you're working again and your partner is probably like you're working again how do you manage that like how do you do you have help did you hire some support at home? Uh, no, I I don't have any help specifically like uh, uh, somebody I've brought in, but I have a very supportive husband who totally gets what I'm doing and yeah. totally um, when things are getting busy, he just takes over. He's he's uh, 
a very equal partner. So that definitely helps that I have that type of support. I actually can't imagine doing what I'm doing without that type of support. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then I think just, you know, I live a few blocks away from my parents as well. So, so they help um, with the kids. And then with the kids, I also try to uh, show them some tangible things like we rented a cottage this summer and I told them that was from candle money <laughs> if I'm being honest I, I wanted them to see totally that I was giving them I was still thinking about them and I wanted to give them this trip this cottage time this family time from what mom's doing and mm-hmm. you know how she's got her hands in melted wax all the time <laughs> I love hearing that your partner is so supportive. Uh, that means so much. Oh, yes. When you yeah. started the business, when you started blogging and then transitioned, what was that conversation like with him? Was it a conversation? Because I find sometimes we just end up in these businesses. We're like, yeah, I'm doing this. And then they see the small successes. But was it a, was it a full conversation or did it just evolve? I think it definitely probably just evolves. He kind of, I have a strong personality. (laughs) Like I kind of just, I get excited about something and he knows I'm just going to do what I'm going to do. But I could tell that he was uncertain about me making candles in a completely oversaturated market of candles. You know, there's billions of candles out there. So he was probably like, what are you getting into? But now I, I feel more support <laughs> because he can see that, you know, um, things are growing for our family because of the business. So, I see. yeah. Yeah, I love that enough. You just said something that stood out for me because I had a conversation with someone else and they were like, yeah, but everybody else owns a coffee shop too. So you entered into the market knowing it was saturated. Oh, fully. Yeah. What, like, how did you, how did you deal with that? How did you handle that? How did you create a brand that people love? And we've got to mention your names in there too, when you name your products, but really, how did you do that? I think for me with my candles, it is the names that I give my scent blends because really that's what catches people's eye and I can tell when I'm set up at a market you can almost tell that somebody's like gonna walk by my table like (laughs) oh oh yeah more candles I have a cupboard full at home right and then they see the candle that's called adulting is hard or (laughs) all the coffee or mom life or whatever and it catches their eye it either makes them laugh about their own life or it makes them think of their own kid who's in college and complaining about (laughs) life problems and they want to give their kid the adulting is hard candle or whatever, you know? So for me, I think that is what stands out and has made my, my business grow is just more the behind the brand thing. Not, you know, I create great candles. I love what I create and I'm proud of what I create, but it's also about um, the whole package and like, and how I brand it. And get my get my personality in, right? Yeah, and I think that's the kind of lesson for entrepreneurs is, you know, there's, how do you say this? Like, there's no real unique idea out there, but we are all unique. Like, we yes. are all unique. So if you have a sense of humor, use that sense of humor. If you, you know, you should name a candle, like, 
are you, did you walk on Lego all day? Like, you, <laughs> um, and this is your time, but it's, it's so powerful that you did that because it's true. But when I saw your brand on Instagram, cause I think I saw it about a month, maybe two months ago, I stopped my scroll. You, you did that. Like I stopped my scroll and was like, Oh, these are funny. These are cool. The brand was great. And you have a good balance of you and your personality as well as a level of professionalism that looks amazing. And I think that what you're doing is incredible. So what's next for you? <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, what's next for me is I'm actually in, uh, I'm in a course right now that is really helping me uh, streamline and a little bit of rebranding, nothing crazy. Cause sometimes I feel like people just want to rebrand Mm-hmm. all the time because it's exciting because sometimes you know it can get like okay now I make all my products and I'm used to it and everything's the same and you want to freshen things up I get it but I don't want to change anything too much because it's mm-hmm. working yeah. but I definitely think for me um, I'm working for landing some bigger accounts yeah. and basically I want to work smarter. (laughs) So I'm really trying to figure that out. And then if I'm being honest, the plan is to uh, go from a full-time job to a part-time job. And I want to do that within the next year. So that's, that's scary. Um, And I know that a lot of people will think I'm crazy, seriously, because I work for the federal government and I have a pension and everybody just Mm-hmm. focuses on that word. Um, but that's, I'm not, I'm not a risk taker. I'm actually opposite of a risk taker. So I'm not going to do anything crazy, but I, I don't feel like that's how you should live your life. Yeah. That's a, that's a pretty powerful thing. Cause you know, I used to work for the government and that pension was hanging over me. And, and when I let it go, I could, can't even believe the things people said. Oh, yes. Yeah. But now, so I'm not sure how old you are, but I did that before I was 30. And now I feel like there's this whole new world where people are looking and saying, shit, I should have almost done that. I should have I should have shifted or kept my job part time and and followed some of the things that I was excited about. Right. But I also think that's what you said earlier is like be around those people that fuel your fire. Exactly. Yes. Because there's people who are going to put it out and then there's people who are going to be like, yeah, go, go, go. Like you're doing awesome. So the fear of letting that full-time physician go for a part-time one, what I I really want to know, and I'm asking for full vulnerability, but what is the real fear? The fear is that people will stop buying my products. So financial, right? But in the same sentence, I have such confidence in my employability that I, I shouldn't be really afraid. I mean, it doesn't mean that I might be offered the exact same type of job if I needed to go back into that type of um, career. But I certainly know that I would still be able to provide for my family and figure things out and, and get hired in a totally different capacity if, if I had to. Right. So yeah, I don't know what it's actually going to take for me to make the final decision, (laughs) but yeah, it's a tough one. Cause when you say 
you know, right away the, that people are going to stop buying, it is that financial piece. It's like, yes. is, is the money still going to grow when I shift it? And I think that that's, I, you know, I say this all the time and I think some people look at me like I'm crazy and I'm sure you've said this. It's like, I actually don't know, but that's part of the reason why I like being an entrepreneur. Yeah, that's the thing. And I just feel like I have more and more confidence in my own abilities and I can see that when I have the time to focus on my job. So here's, here's a little piece of the puzzle is that because of my business, I've been able to take the last two summers off. Yes. So it's almost like a little test run. I, I was able to, you know, just see how I would do. Like, was I going to sit on the couch and eat bonbons all day? It's totally like I could have I been a horrible entrepreneur, right? <laughs> so the test was, nope, I'm crazy. <laughs> I work in my brain on my business all the time. And I, I now know that I don't have to worry about that aspect of things. Um, so I have a little taste of it and, you know, maybe I just take another big step and maybe take a year off or something. So. Yeah. I think the, the biggest thing that I'm hearing from you and you can totally tell me that I'm off my rocker, but is that take the risks that feel pretty good, but slightly uncomfortable, like take yes. the summer off maybe for that, that anybody that's listening, it's like take two weeks off and take two weeks unpaid like and the need will will take over and I think that that's the thing it's like if you're a passionate person you're gonna make sure it works oh yeah and that's exciting there's no going back there's no going back like I I say the same thing I'm like you know what I can I can go get a job if I wanted like of course I can look like, like I'm a rock star but that confidence only came from falling several hundred times in my business. I totally agree. And actually speaking about confidence, before I started any of this, before I started blogging anything, I was dealing with some pretty bad anxiety. And I kind of created anything because I was stuck in my own bubble. I wasn't living life. I wasn't meeting new people. I wasn't getting out there anymore. And... I really think that that is why I'm confident now is because of all the things I've had to do in my business because you have to put yourself out there. No one's going to buy anything from you or, or support you unless you put yourself out there. So the more you do these little tiny things, the better you feel about your abilities. So, yeah. So true. Like a business, if you want confidence, start a business yes (laughs) like but if you at the same time if you want to get you know kicked in the butt a few times start oh god yeah yeah some some tears along the way but some major major wins yeah and I think like when I was working and and you know nine to five jobs and government jobs are fantastic like I have a partner who's been in a government job and it has really really done amazing things for our family but I think that it's I don't know. There's just something to be said about that excitement of not knowing when you're going to get paid next, which probably sounds crazy. (laughs) But you push it, right? And if you're sitting at your job, like I remember the days when I sat at my office um, and I just, I wasn't, my confidence wasn't changing. Nothing was really changing. True. Yes. 
Yeah, so it's interesting. I'm so excited to watch your journey and to kind of just follow along and, you know, leave my comments on your Instagram posts and celebrate <laughs> the heck out of you because what you're doing is amazing. And if there's any way that you need to get out in Alberta, just let me know because, you know, I love the names of your candles. I love your product and, and what really stands out is you. So thank you. Well, thank you because really that's what I'm trying to do is to I like connecting with my customers if somebody messages me I message them right back and it seriously makes my day like I just I absolutely love the people that I'm meeting just because of what I do and yes I make candles but really I'm I'm really about making connections so yeah that's beautiful so where can people find you so you can go to arrowforward.com and I'm also obsessed with Instagram. So really, <laughs> I, I'm trying to be better at getting on stories more often, um, you know, showing up more in my real life situations and yeah. chatting with people because that's what I like out of Instagram right now. So um, I'm, I'm really there often. And yeah, I ship all over the place and I absolutely love when people take pictures of my things and tag me and I can see how it is in their homes and and it's just uh, I love it I love what I, I do love what I do so good well thank you thanks for hanging out with me on this awesome evening that is super late for where you are but I appreciate it and I can't wait for people to listen thank you so much I hope that was as good as it was for you as it was for me. That was so fantastic. Thank you for being an amazing human being and for listening to our show. Please leave a review so that we can always improve and make sure that we're doing a better job week by week for you. All the resources can be found at hellolifeacademy.com forward slash blog. I can't wait to hear what you thought about this week's show. It's just right.